All right, rolling on take one. Rolling on tape two. All right, what's up, everybody? Man, this is uh, one of the fun-ass days to be a wrestling fan. A big-time wrestling fan. <laughs> this is... Oh. Woo! Uh, good thing they didn't have internet and social media and all this stuff in the, in the days when wrestling was a little more real. Uh... Back when it was a series of thiefdoms known as territories. But I'll elaborate. This is Big John. This is Panic Attack with Big John. The uh, wrestling, political, and Raiders op-ed mecca, or not, of the internet. Follow me on Getter and Twitter at the real underscore Big John. So why is today so fun to be a wrestling fan? Yesterday I'm coming home from work and I see there's been some controversy at the All Elite Wrestling post-pay-per-view media scrum. Uh, or as anyone else would call it, a post-pay-per-view press conference. So CM Punk, their new and new heavyweight champion of all elite wrestling, came out and did a shoot interview on everybody. <laughs> but let's back the truck up. A few weeks ago, or yeah, a few months ago, because we're now in September, there was a lead up to the Hangman Adam Page, CM Punk, uh, what was, what was this pay-per-view called? Uh, well, anyways, uh, it was on All Elite Dynamite, and they were building up to, the fucking pay-per-view was, well, anyway, Hangman Adam Page versus CM Punk for the championship at one of the company's two major pay-per-views of the year. Then they just had their second of their two all uh, second of their two major pay-per-views of the year. All all out. And so let's look at this is the interview that supposedly sparked CM Punk's post-all-out media scrum shoot interview. So this is what caused CM Punk partly to shoot on everybody in the company. And by the way, shoot doesn't mean bang-bang with a gun. It's going to jump. Hopefully it's going to work. Double or nothing. That's the name of the show. So this is the lead up to AEW's Double or Nothing pay-per-view. Crowd chanting CM Punk. I think it's safe to say that the biggest moment of my career happened 
right here in Las Vegas. I'm grateful to be in the position I'm in. I love all of you fans across the world. And I plan on walking into Sunday doubling nothing the challenger and very respectfully walking out the champion. Which he did. Champ, there is no doubt you know who you have to face. You know as the world does about CM Punk. But the confidence mm. level is off the charts for the challenger. Man, how I feel about you. I don't hate you. 
I said, man, I don't know why you're so angry. I don't know why you're taking this personally. It makes me a little bit confused. You're kind of talking in circles and it's a big riddle, but if you're so upset that I'm here, you're going to have to do something about it on Sunday. Win, lose, or draw. I respect you, Hangman, but remember, those roads you traveled to get here, they were paved by me. This house that you built, it was constructed with lumber from trees that I chopped down. The world you traveled to get here to create all elite wrestling, happened because I gave you the blueprint. You will shake my hand someday. In fact, you know what? Hey, man, you're going to shake my hand right now. All your misplaced anger. You ain't mad at me. You're mad at myself. Yourself. Shake my hand. So, there at the end, uh, <laughs> there at the end, uh, Adam Page, or Punk pushed Adam Page and all this and that and the other thing, and then they got into a, a fight. So, let's get up to speed here on kind of what's going on and youtube and twitter uh right now today are melting down over this so a few weeks ago there was a pipe bomb promo cm punk came out 
after he came back from injury, uh, talked shit about everybody, all that. Adam Page did that interview. That's supposedly what led to CM Punk's anger at the post post all elite or post all out press conference. So at the all out post pay-per-view press conference Punk went into a shoot interview about everybody, right? Talking about his former best buddy, Colt Cabana, uh, who's Scott Coltent, whatever. It doesn't matter what his real name is. CM Punk claims the company had its first $1 million gate. I assume he's talking about all-out pay-per-view. First million dollar house because of him. Then he challenged AEW's executive vice presidents, which I believe the only three that are left are Nick Jackson, Matt Jackson, and Kenny Omega. I don't think Hangman Adam Page is an executive vice president. I think he's just... A tag along with the original EVPs, Cody, the Jackson brothers, and Omega. And honestly, nobody knows what the fucking AEW EVP does, just for your recollection. It's something to do with talent relations, but it seems like Tony Khan, the owner, is doing way too much work. So... Getting back to the CM Punk at the post-pay-per-view press conference. Challenged the EVPs to a fight. Well, when he got behind the curtain, him, Ace Steel, and the EVPs got into a fight. <laughs> a real one. Uh, I, don't, there's, I don't know that there's any footage or video of it out there yet. There could be some cell phone video footage. I don't know. Was not captured on AEW footage film because it wasn't planned. Since this, uh, former AEW and WWE NXT star uh, Bobby Fish issues an invitation to AEW's CM Punk for a fight. Now there's a story up that just came out minutes ago that the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega are quitting All Elite Wrestling. So let's listen to the first, I think it's five or ten minutes of CM Punk's post-fight press or post-pay-per-view press conference. And then I'll look at a couple of the news stories here about what happened uh, in the backstage fight and tell you some other headlines that are come out about CM Punk and this situation. Then I'll give you my opinion of it and my opinion of CM Punk because I'm pretty sure my opinion of him 
is vastly different than a lot of people and it's changed quite a bit so let's listen to punk So let's get in context here. One of the EVPs, which is short for Executive Vice President, went to some, uh, evidently WrestlingInc.com, and said that CM Punk caused Colt Cabana to be fired from All Elite Wrestling. Tony Khan, the owner, president, booker, everything for all elite wrestling as far as I know. Tony Khan is sitting next to CM Punk. And when CM Punk says, you know, an irresponsible EVP says, I caused someone to get fired, Khan shakes his head. No. As, in, as if Khan is saying no. 
CM Punk did not cause Colt Cabana to be fired. Let's listen to a little more of Punk's rant here. Where he works, where he doesn't work, where he eats, where he sleeps. And the fact that I have to get up here and do this in 2022 is fucking embarrassing. And if y'all are at fault, fuck you. If you're not, I apologize. But what did I ever do in this world to go, to deserve an empty-headed fucking dumb fuck like Hangman Adam Page to go out on national television and fucking go into business for himself? For what? What did I do, Dave? What did I ever do? Didn't do a goddamn thing. What's your name, sir? Dalton D'Angelo. Fuck the Pittsburgh Pirates. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Pittsburgh. I made it really clear in Forbes, and I just want to make it clear again. Nate, it's what? not his position to make it very fucking clear. There's people who call themselves EVPs that should have fucking known better. This shit was none of their business. I understand sticking up for your fucking friends. I fucking get it. I stuck up for that guy more than anybody. Okay? I paid his bills until I didn't, and it was my decision not to. Yeah, but I shouldn't have no commented when Nick first said it. It's my I, fault, and I if I had it's my that. fault. It's my I appreciate fault. it. I should have just taken a head off because you never but said But I'm trying it. to run a fucking business, and when somebody who hasn't done a damn thing in this business jeopardizes the first million-dollar house that this company has ever drawn off of my back and goes on national television and does that, it's a disgrace to this industry, it's a disgrace to this company. Now, we're far beyond apologies, right? I gave him a fucking chance. It did not get handled, and you saw what I had to do, which is very regrettable, lowering myself to his fucking level. But that's where we're at right now. And I will still walk up and down this hallway and say, if you have a fucking problem with me, take it up with me. Let's fucking go. So that's where CM Punk challenges the EVPs to fight him anytime they're walking up and down the hallway. Which is a trip because we've all seen CM Punk's fighting skills in the Ultimate Fighting Championship and they are not great. <laughs> okay? Just to be honest. I don't know how long I would last in an Ultimate Fighting ring, but... <laughs> Uh, I'm not trying to be an ultimate fighter. So, in, uh, let's see here. This is the Wrestling Observer Figure 4 Online. Uh, F4Wonline.com So... More details have emerged. A Steel Omega Young Bucks falling explosive. You just heard the press conference. Punk didn't mention the Young Bucks or Omega by name in this point in his pointed comments, but mentioned issues with executive vice presidents, of which the Young Bucks, Matt and Nick Jackson, are along with Omega. According to multiple sources that lined up with some of Fightful's reporting, they're talking about FightfulSelect.com, there was a a fight backstage afterward with CM Punk allegedly starting things by swinging fist at the Bucks' Matt Jackson. 
CM Punk's trainer slash friend and AEW producer Ace Steel part of the storyline that got Punk into Sunday's match with John Moxley. Uh, Ace Steel cut that center part out through a chair that hit the Young Bucks' Nick Jackson in the eye and blackened it. I heard he was knocked out. Or I heard somebody got knocked out. Uh, Steele, uh, real name Chris Guy, allegedly bit Omega and grabbed his hair. Ace Steele's a bad mofo. I wouldn't want to... I'd, I'd fight CM Punk long before I'd fight Ace Steele. Ace Steele has them crazy eyes. He's not real tall, and that's what held him back in the wrestling business. But I'm a, I was a big Ace Steel fan when I used to go to Ring of Honor anytime they were in Pittsburgh. Uh, oh, that's the only city they really wrestled in in western Pennsylvania. But anytime they were in Ohio, I would travel to Columbus, which is three hours from my house. I would travel to Dayton, which is... Six hours from my house, Cleveland, which is two hours. Okay, I live in rural bumfuck nowhere. But the the point is, when I traveled all over to see uh, Ring of Honor Wrestling, Ace Steel, CM Punk, Samoa Joe, they were like the guys. They were like some of the top guys, along with Colt Cabana. I was, I'm a big Colt Cabana fan. Uh, he's just not, he's a good wrestler, but he just never quite caught on. Uh, so, the Wrestling Observer says nobody's officially commented. Uh, whoops, scroll back up here. Some other notes from a Fightful Report Monday night. Okay, so who cares about that? Uh, more details emerge. This is from CagesideSeats.com. There's a picture of CM Punk in the Ultimate Fighting Ring. Uh, I could do listen to this article, but I don't know how long it is. Following last night's, which will be Sunday, September 4th, all-out pay-per-view in Chicago, CM Punk during the media scrum. All right, yeah, 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 yeah. Reports quickly got out shortly after he finished speaking. He went backstage. The Elite, which is the nickname for Jackson, Omega, uh, and Jackson. The Jacksons and Kenny Omega and Hangman Page. The Elite did indeed go to him and a melee ensued. Now Fightful and the Wrestling Observer have reported more details. The Observer reports... The fight actually went down with CM Punk starting things by swinging fist at the Bucks' Matt Jackson. Punk's trainer Ace Steel was also involved, apparently through a chair at Nick Jackson, hitting him in the eye. Uh, Kenny Omega was also allegedly involved with Steel, apparently bit him and grabbed his hair. They also report part of the reason no one has publicly commented on all this is due to Potential legal issues. Yeah. Whether this isn't the 1950s, like I mentioned before, in the days of the wrestling territories, uh, 
where wrestling promoters like Bill Watts, if two wrestlers had a, a real beef, a real problem with each other, and it was creating problems within his company, Bill would put them in a room and say, fight it out until you get it out of your systems. And they would fight. Uh, oh, I can't remember. The, there's one famous one. I can't remember who the two guys were. But anyways, that's not important. But he would put wrestlers in a room together. And maybe he would sit there, maybe he wouldn't. But he would say, finish what you got. Finish, you got this started, finish it. Get it out of your system. And then the wrestlers would fight it out, fist fight legit. Not on television, not in a wrestling ring. Just some backstage closet or office or wherever he could find a safe fight. And they would get it out of their system and, and then they would become friends maybe. Or they would at least stop pissing in each other's Cheerios and screwing up his company. Today it's not like that. Tony Khan is certainly not putting people in a room and saying, fight it out. Closest anybody in modern wrestling ever came to this was, of course, after the Montreal screw job when uh, Vince McMahon and Bret Hart were in the locker room and uh, Bret supposedly punched Vince in the face. And depending on what variation of the story you believe, you know, Vince waited on Brett to come out of the shower and then, you know, they either talked it out after that and Brett got up and punched Vince or they were talking. Brett said, I'm going to go shower. If you're still here when I get back, I'm knocking you out. And then Vince sat there and waited for his knockout. I tend to believe Vince McMahon <laughs> in the fact that, you know, he went in there to tell Brett, hey, I screwed you because of this. And Brett got up and took a swing at, at Vince, and Vince let him land a punch just to let him get it out of his system. And then, Brett, and then excuse me, Vince uh, broke his foot by stepping, I think, on Pat Patterson's foot, or maybe it was uh, one of the Briscoes. But anyways, Vince hurt himself more than Brett hurt Vince. Uh, there is precedent for some kind of suspension here, considering Eddie Kingston was recently put on the shelf for a short time following a backstage fight with Sammy Guevara. We'll stay tuned to the outcome of this. So, this wrestler, Eddie Kingston, he's a pretty cool guy. I mean, I like his, his wrestling, and if you call what he does wrestling, I like the guy. But, him and Sammy Guevara, Got into some backstage shenanigans after their uh, wrestling feud had wrapped up, and Guevara, or 
Kingston pushed Guevara in the face, or I think they call it pie facing somebody, whatever you want to call that. I just saw more pop up on my uh, YouTube notifications. So we'll see how see what happened here. This is going to be blowing up for days. Uh, here's WrestlingInc.com. And this is how, okay, here's the title. Backstage news on how WWE talent feels about CM Punk's A&W all-out scrum comments. Actually, that's not that important. Yeah, the wrestlers in the two companies know each other, obviously. So WWE guys have been reaching out and trying to find out what they can from uh, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega and whoever else was back there. Um, according to Fightful Select, numerous talent reached out to them expressing the views on the situation. One top talent noting that the CM Punk that they knew years ago is being highlighted. Additionally, two WWE talents Reportedly confirmed to Fightful but that the incident was not a work. So it wasn't part of any angle or storyline in wrestling. It was a legit fight. Uh, and expressed their surprise that the situation happened. The pair called into question AEW Chief Tony Khan asking why he didn't follow up with a comment after Punk criticized the EVPs. Well, that's obvious. Punk is his top drawing star. Uh, Brian Danielson could easily be a bigger AEW star than CM Punk and has not been used correctly in that company. Um, <clears throat> but it is what it is. Right now with all elite wrestling, you've got huge backstage problems. You have uh, heat between, legit hate for each other between Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa. There was a match where Thunder Rosa actually accidentally broke Jamie Hayter's nose. And Thunder Rosa is afraid that Jamie Hayter is going to beat her up now. You recently just had at this all-out pay-per-view a, a nice young lady who's a heck of a wrestler. Should have been better used in WWE. Tony Storm walks out as the... AEW Women's Champion. But you've got all that backstage heat between the women. And you do have some of the best people in wrestling working backstage at AEW. Big Show, Paul White, uh, as he is known by his real name. Paul White, the Big Show. Mark Henry. Uh, Dean Malenko. Uh, Jake Roberts is there, but... Last time I saw Jake Roberts, he was on a portable oxygen tank. So I don't know what's going on with Jake anymore. 
you've got all these respected elders in this company, and Tony Khan is trying to be the owner, the the booker, the everything, and he's not respected and feared as Vince McMahon is or was. Now, I'm sure in the early days of WWF, after Vince first bought it from his dad, not all the, in fact, I know because they've said so in interviews, they didn't respect Vince. But after a while, after he suspended some people, after he screamed at some people, and of course Vince is a jacked up dude even back then. Vince is as big as a lot of the wrestlers. Tony Khan is not. But Vince laid down law and made everyone aware it was his company. In fact, one of the deadly sins of WWF at one point was asking Vince McMahon for a raise. When your contract came up, then you could possibly say, hey, I want more money. But there was no guaranteed money for the longest time in wrestling until the mid-90s. But there were, that was like the deadly sin. Question anything Vince McMahon did. <laughs> okay, meanwhile, one WWE talent feels as though Punk is trying to run things, and it looks as though he's doing it. Another WWE performer felt that Punk was unprofessional, calling him selfish and arrogant. This sentiment was also reportedly shared by colleagues who worked with Punk on the set of the short-lived Fox program WWE Backstage. And then here's a lovely picture of CM Punk, Tony Khan, and Britt Baker. You know, this Britt Baker girl is seems like a real sweetheart. Uh, I've heard a lot of good things about her. I know people in Pittsburgh that know her. I hope she doesn't get caught in the middle of this bullshit. Uh, MJF, who also returned Sunday night at this pay-per-view, and CM Punk, oh, surprise, surprise, called MJF out also. Uh, MJF said during a, a pipe bomb promo of his own that CM Punk hadn't done anything since he's been in AEW except try to get in Britt Baker's pants. Uh, and then later on in his press conference there, CM Punk complimented the hell out of Britt Baker's real-life boyfriend, uh, Adam Cole, said that he hopes Adam Cole recovers from whatever injury Adam Cole has because he Adam Cole is, quote, a good kid. Stop trying to bang his fiance, then, you dick. So I guess that kind of tells you where I'm going with my opinion on CM Punk. <laughs> to wrap all this up, when CM Punk left the WWE, it was easy to blame Triple H, Vince McMahon, and WWE's kind of old boys club. Um, I remember watching the CM Punk Best in the World DVD put out by WWE. And yeah... CM Punk does become a top star and top draw everywhere he goes. He's good on the mic. His ring work is good. 
Uh, people like Michael Hayes on that DVD pissed me off because he said during CM Punk's first reign as WWF or WWE champion, Punk was not ready. Punk was not ready. Michael Hayes, you were never ready. You were never over if you weren't feuding with the Von Eriks. If it wasn't for Terry Gordy and Buddy Roberts' ability to wrestle, you wouldn't be shit. You would, would have been maybe one of the great managers of all time, but you wouldn't be regarded as a, a Hall of Fame wrestler if not for those other guys. Okay? And the Von Eriks. Because the Freebirds never got as over as they did when they were feuding with the Von Erich brothers. That's a whole other thing. But I thought CM Punk was great back then. He was the top star in WWE. And then it's all the rigors of the road are too much for me. Oh, this it's too hectic. You know, he said, oh, I hate Triple H. You know, Triple H, you know, Vince McMahon suck. All the things that he's saying now about the EVPs. Uh, he's still buddy-buddy with Tony Khan, because he has to be. But all the things he said when he quit WWE, he's now saying about um, AEW. Excuse me. And when he first came to AEW, he got on the microphone and said how great it was and how great everyone backstage was. And stuff like that. So, is his beef only with the Young Bucks and Omega and Hangman Page and MJF and whoever on the roster he doesn't feel like working with? Or is his beef really with CM Punk himself? Right now, I feel like CM Punk is toxic. And there's nowhere else to go. And obviously the guy doesn't want for money. He's got enough money to live on because he did nothing for the, what, seven or some odd years he was out of wrestling. Aside from an ill-fated attempt at ultimate fighting. But CM Punk's talk, toxic. He's an egomaniac. He's very good. He's a big draw to this sport, sports entertainment, sport. He's a big draw, but he's not really the team player he pretends to be. Like he said when he arrived at AEW, he made it sound like he was there to build new people up. Uh, he put over uh, the guy that does the coffin drop and also beats women, um, Darby Allen. You know, he put over Darby Allen because he's like, if I was 16 and starting to watch wrestling that would be my favorite wrestler because he's different alright cool but you can't just pick one guy to put over um, frankly I think CM Punk's a loose cannon maybe he's got CTE or post concussion syndrome because you know he says he's big on you know uh, the the safety and health of the wrestlers. And that's one of the reasons he said he quit WWF, WWE, because uh, wrestlers' health wasn't their priority, that he had to come back early from concussions and 
uh, injuries because Vince McMahon said so. But really, I think he's just turned into a loose cannon, a piece of shit. Uh, I think the fan adoration and the success has gone to his head. And sorry, CM Punk. Yeah, you're you're great. You're a great worker. You're great on the microphone. But I can't even say that you're great when it comes to the wrestling business. You're not The Rock. You're not Stone Cold. But somewhere deep down, even though you don't say it, you act like it, and he projects it. Like he is the biggest thing in the business. So we'll see where all this goes. See what happens. See if All Elite Wrestling implodes. I hate to see that because I think wrestling's better when you have multiple wrestling companies and people can jump back and forth. I was into wrestling when I was, as long as I can remember, but I can remember the dying days of the territory system when guys would be in uh, Georgia Championship, or as I called it, the NWA. They'd go from Georgia Championship to the AWA, back to the Georgia Championship. They would go to uh, Bill Watts territory. They would go to the Dallas territory. They would go to New York, which was WWF. Uh, and they would jump around. And sometimes they'd have different gimmick names, different characters in each company. But, like, let's say, you know, the... Uh, the Freebirds, they jumped from uh, Fritz Von Erich's Dallas Wrestling to uh, the AWA. And they tried to see if they could get a feud with the Road Warriors as hot as it was with uh, their feud with the Von Erichs. And it got pretty close. They had some great matches and a great blow-off. Uh, pay, well, it wasn't a pay-per-view, but a stadium show versus the Road Warriors, you know. That's when wrestling was fun, when there were several different companies all competing against each other. So I hate to see all elite wrestling implode at this point. Although Tony Khan and his family have way more money than the McMahons or the WWE. So... His dad will keep this afloat, but without the TBS and TNT uh, television deals, why why be a company? You know, just like I like some of the people that are in Impact Wrestling, but I don't see it as a legit competition to the WWE because they're on some obscure cable network that most people don't even get. So, anyways. CM Punk, one of my faves. Still could be one of my favorite wrestlers, but cut the fucking attitude. You know? I don't see where you've been abused by any company that's that you've worked for. WWE, All Elite Wrestling, certainly not 
mistreated, has certainly not mistreated CM Punk. I don't know why I'm talking to him like he's in front of me in the first person. Maybe because I'm looking at a picture of him all beat up and haggard on my screen from uh, his cage fighting days. Anyways, 50 minutes-ish of this uh, is enough. Thank you if you've listened this long, watched this long. God bless you. Pray for one another. Let's have some fun watching wrestling behind the stage heat explode. Just imagine if the internet was really in swing when Sean and Brett were having their little backstage kitty cat fights. What's your question, Nick? Uh, first of all, you're always very nice to me, and thank you. Um, I wanted to ask about MJF, obviously. Uh, he played a, a voicemail from you before he came out. Obviously, confronted you, uh, Punk. Uh, why now? Why, why, why is MJF back in the fold now? How do you both feel about him being around? How do you feel about the time he spent away? All of that. Well, if I may, I'm the one who asked him to come back because uh, MJF's a big star in this company and this is a, one of the biggest events. A year ago, CM Punk debuted here and I thought it was right for the fans. And like I said, for the fans, I thought the best thing that we could do as a company was bring MJF back. And he wants me to work with pricks constantly. That's, that's what it is. Nevertheless, uh, two of the top wrestlers in the world, MJF and CM Punk, oh. a big match down the line. Sorry to keep bringing